waiting for you to come on, all the people, the, the thousands of listeners, they've been clamoring for you, and finally we're going to make them happy here tonight. So, I, listen, obviously all you do is, is golf and talk about sports, rough life. But, um, pretty much right now, yeah. It's pretty good. I'm having the time of my life, actually. <laughs> there you go. Um, <laughs> I bet you are, my friend. Um, so let's – I mean, we're going to bounce all over. We're just going to talk a little bit about everything as the Thursday night game's underway, and we'll keep you updated with that uh, once I get Harry the heck out of here. But Nobody wants to watch that. Uh, see, okay. so here's the thing, man. I- I'm kind of frustrated, I guess, at these people, and maybe you're one of them. They're like, oh, the Thursday night football games are horrible. They're always horrible. Well, we haven't no, had sports. they're not always horrible, but tonight it's horrible. I mean, the Jets stink. <laughs> Uh, you know, hopefully they lose and they fire their coach, who I, I hate, okay? <laughs> he is a big fraud, and I've said this for years. I knew that this was coming. He is a stone-cold fraud, and he deserves to be fired, and maybe maybe tonight's the night. I don't know, but it, it, there's a good matchup. Dude, I'm buckling in. I'm in. With Broncos, Jets, I'm out. <laughs> Harry's out um, as yeah. we're just about – midway through the the second quarter here but Harry, what um now you and i talked the other day and mlb postseason's underway and i'm not gonna lie yeah. and i i've said this i'm not i haven't been following baseball i mean we're both phillies guys they're a joke uh are you back yeah. in on the postseason well i've been watching you know the last two days i'm actually watching the uh, white Sox and the A's right now pretty good game uh you know because uh, the, the phillies I didn't watch one stinking game the entire season. And I know it's only, you know, it's only freaking, you know, how many games, 60 games, whatever it was. Because all it was was me going on social media either that night or the day, you know, the next morning and checking what what happened. And I'm looking at social media, and everybody to a person was bitching and moaning a storm about how god-awful their bullpen was. So I'm like, why am I going to subject myself to this? And get excited about you know the lineup you know when they finally started to hit you know or when Aaron Nola could go seven innings and then Girardi pulls him out with a lead and they only you know only to blow it in the eighth and the ninth inning with the with the relief I'm like I'm not going to subject myself to that it's three and a half hours of absolute agony okay so I'm not going to do it but when you get to the postseason and this is expanded postseason and it's a fugazi year I get it but. I'm interested in this. I've been watching a couple of these, you know, games. I love watching the Tampa Bay Rays. In fact, I tweeted yesterday, you know, I have a hell of a lot more interest in the MLB if the Phillies organization could draft and develop, you know, like the Rays. Because it's exciting. You know, you're, you're seeing players, you don't even know who they, who they are, and you're like finding out, man, they got this guy on a trade with the Padres, or they developed this guy, they drafted him in the, you know, round X, whatever it is. And they've developed them, and these guys are good players, and they're fun to watch. You know, they hit yeah. the ball. They, they got guys that can pitch, and you're like, this is what baseball should be. Like, why can't our team be like this, dude? It's it's. Listen, the Phillies, by the way, nine straight years they have not been yeah. in the postseason, and what a time for Philadelphia sports and the front offices. I mean. Oh. Clentax a joke. Elton Brand yeah. and the Sixers ownership a joke, and we'll get to that in a minute. Right now, yeah. Howie Roseman is not a popular guy in Philly. I mean, no. what's the worst front office, all of them? Yeah. 
No, I know. It, it's hard to determine which is the worst right now. Yeah. But, it, you know, at least we got our Super Bowl because I think, you know, so many Philadelphia sports fans, time and time again during the pandemic, during shutdowns, and, you know, when nothing else was happening, how many times did people, you know, pull up the DVR version of the Super Bowl? Because that's all we got. <laughs> that's it. Oh, I know. Yeah, the Flyers show promise. You know, they're, they're a team kind of, I think, going in the right direction. They got a good uh, coach. They got a goaltender that I think is now uh, legitimate. And that's something that they've been lacking for, you know, for decades. Uh, so they've got some pieces. They've got some young defensemen. They need to find more scoring punch. But I think at least they are heading in the right direction. Yeah, it's for the Flyers being really fourth fiddle in this city for a while, at least as long yeah. as I can remember, since that Stanley Cup in, what, 2010. They might yeah, be, and the th- Union fans will say they're fifth fiddle. Right, yeah, or 4B, right. whatever you want to call them, <laughs> <laughs> if Kevin Kincaid's listening. Um, exactly. So what have you been betting, and it's okay if you say nothing, but have you been throwing a couple dollars on the PGA Tour, on NFL, yeah. college football? Absolutely. I bet college football, I think it was two weeks ago, I bet three games, went two and one. I wanted to wait and see what the first SEC weekend looked like. I took a look at a couple of those games to try to get a feel for what these teams are all about. And then, you know, the Big Ten will eventually get back, you know, at it uh, towards the end of October, I guess, but or at least we hope. Um, but, uh, you know, I'll dive in again with the NCAA football next weekend with the second week of, of the SEC and, you know, the ACC and so forth. So I've been betting a little bit of that. And I dabble in the NBA playoffs. In fact, I took the Heat for the series at plus 280, you know, only to watch last night where their three best players all sustain injuries. Two of them have to leave the game, and Butler gutted it out and, you know, played 30-plus minutes, you know, on a bad ankle. So uh, that, that's not looking like a great like a great <laughs> spot right now. LeBron might get his, his next ring, and, you know, he deserves it. But, you know, this Heat series I think would have been really good if they could, you know, obviously be healthy. I think this would have been a really good series. But I've done a little bit with that. And uh, not anything yet with the NFL, but I'm diving in with that this weekend. Okay. Um, and I want to ask you about that in a second. But let me get your thoughts on um, the NBA Finals. Do you have any confidence that the Heat can make this a series? I was shocked at how lopsided game one was. I thought it would at least be a good game, and the Lakers have struggled. Well, it was this... because of the injuries, man. I mean, look, I know. you know, Adebayo, you know, and went shoulder to shoulder with Dwight Howard without shoulder pads on. I mean, that's what you see in the NFL every <laughs> every Sunday, but those guys are padded up. Like, that, that, you know, Dwight Howard is a big human being. He's and a he beast. He just, you know, jacked his shoulder. You know, the kid tried to gut it out. He had nothing, you know, after that injury. Uh, you know, Drogic is a big piece and a component of what they do as far as moving the ball around. And he had a bad ankle. Uh, like I said, Butler gutted it out. But, I mean, you lose two of your three best players uh, against that Laker team, you know, you're up against it. So, you know, could it have been closer? Yeah, maybe. But uh, I think we'll see a better effort out of them in game two. Uh, we'll see who can go and who can't. But, I mean, that was, that was all because of injury, in my view. Yeah, and, and uh, Adebayo and Goran Dragic, they're both listed, uh, this was as of a couple hours ago, as doubtful for Game 2 tomorrow right. night. FanDuel has the Lakers at 9.5-point favorites. Would you take the 9.5 with the Heat? Um, uh, <laughs> it's tough after Game sure 1. I would right now. <laughs> with those two guys not being in there, I, 
And also, Butler, who, you know, looks like he's going to play. He's not right. I mean, you know, he's going to gut it out at, you know, 70% or whatever he might end up being. But, no, I probably would stay away. Yeah, I think that's the smart move because we learned nothing from game one just between the injuries and just the lopsidedness of that one. Um, Transitioning to NFL football, man, because that's what we do. And Philly Godfather joined us earlier in the show, and he gave us some good picks. And I'm looking at the schedule besides the one that's canceled between the Titans and the Steelers. And a lot of looking forward to that game, too. (laughs) Yeah. You know? I know. I mean, we had, I don't mean to cut you off. No, but please. We had Steelers Titans at 1 o'clock this Sunday, followed up by Patriots Chiefs at 425. And then, you know, you get the Eagles and the Niners at night. I mean, that was a great, that's a great Sunday, you know? Yeah. And now, now we get, uh, I don't know what we're going to get at 1 o'clock, but, and and when they're going to end up playing this Titans Steelers game. But now the Steelers get a bye week. <laughs> Before they play the Eagles. Of course they do, <laughs> right? I mean, dude, would it go any other way at this point for the Eagles? No, right, right. Like anybody needs a bye week before they play the Eagles. You could play maybe on Thursday night football and then play the Eagles on Sunday and be okay. They might shut down the facility that week, not because of COVID, but just because they don't need to be there to prep exactly. for the Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> They're a joke, and we'll talk about them in a second. So, I mean, here's – all right. I mean, the one game that sticks out to me uh, Sunday is obviously Bill Belichick going to Kansas City against Andy Reid and Mahomes with Cam Newton, and the Chiefs are seven-point favorites there. That's a game I'm excited to watch. Right. Who do you like in that so game? Um, you know, I think the Patriots are getting seven, I think, at this point. Yep. This, this game intrigues me. Not so much from a betting perspective, but just from uh, who's going to show what cards this early in the season because both of these coaches know that this could be a playoff game, whether it's an AFC championship scenario or you know, a, uh, a divisional round scenario. This, these two teams could meet again in the playoffs, whether it's in Kansas City or New England. Maybe this game ends up deciding that. Who knows? But I'm, I'm curious to see how much each coach is willing to show the other guy. Yeah. And, we, you know, in week three. You know what I'm saying? Like, does it, it really, does this game really matter that much at this point? Not really. Uh, I think the Patriots pretty much know they're going to they're make the playoffs barring an injury to, you know, serious personnel. And the Chiefs also know that they're probably the kings of the AFC at this point after what they did to Baltimore on the road, um, you know, and so it's like, do I really want to show a lot here? Let's just see. And I'm interested to just see what, how, the, how each coach approaches this game. Yeah. So am I, because it's two of the best all time, let alone right yeah. now in the NFL with big red right. and uh, bill, you know, and, and they both, is, is there more of a, of a must watch player right now in football than Patrick Mahomes? He's unbelievable. He's really unbelievable. He really is. Yeah. He's not human. Right. And, the funniest thing is Wentz used to be in this compared to him in the same tier. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. And now you look at it, and you're like, even on Wentz with his best day, he's not close to this guy. Not even close, man. We're talking no, with Harry Mays. Uh, follow Harry on Twitter at Harry Mays TU. He has an awesome podcast, Swing It and Ding It, uh, available wherever you get your podcast. So follow him on Twitter. You can get all the links and good stuff that he's putting out there. Um, what other games? I mean, there's there's been some surprises so far this year. How about the Buffalo Bills with Josh Allen and yeah. Stephon Diggs? Yeah, yeah. 
Josh Allen finally got a you know a big play receiver, and he's made a lot of, of strides himself as far as you know his footwork and technique. You know he's he's always a big sort of like a like a bigger wedge kind of guy, a big tough guy that can use his legs and you know, but he wasn't really honed in on accuracy or or just you know making reads. And he's starting to really he's being coached, and you can tell he's taking to his coaching. And that you know that's that's a good team. I mean they uh, they had a they had to hold off the Rams this past. We had a big lead, gave it up, and you know, came back and won that game. But they're they're a legit team. They're a legit playoff team, um, and they're going to give New England some problems here in the in the uh, AFC East. Yeah, I agree. I think they're a team to watch. I like the Arizona Cardinals with uh, Kyler Murray. Yeah. And I, their value with him um, as a potential That's NFL a MVP. Division. Yeah, that is man. That's a great division. Yeah. Uh, stacked, just really stacked. Uh, speaking of a, of a great division, the NFC East. <laughs> oh. Dude, we got to talk some Eagles. I mean, what? Yeah. What's going on, man? Are you out already? Yeah. I mean, to quote President Trump, the NFC East is an absolute disaster. <laughs> I mean, they, they're an absolute disaster, and, and thank God for that. You know, for Eagles fans, because you know they're only one win away from being right in the mix. You know, so. This is going to go deep into December, and it's going to be Dallas, and it's going to be the Eagles. Uh, I think Dallas gets a win this week against Cleveland. I like them laying four and a half at mm. home against the Browns. I think they win that game by at least a touchdown. But uh, I don't see Dallas running away with this division. I, I kind of think, you know, this Eagles game, with all the injury list, John McMullen just put out, you know, the you know, you know who participated and who didn't participate in practice. And the list is, is, you know, it's like you need a legal pad, you know, to list all the names. It's unbelievable uh, what is going on with, with injuries to, to key personnel on this football team. Um, but them getting seven against the Niners on the road, you would think this is an absolute walkover. And this is why the NFL is the NFL, because just when you think you know something, uh, you don't. I, and not yeah. that it's going to be one of my plays or one of my top-of-the-list plays, but I would tend to take the Eagles plus the seven in one of these stupid NFL outcomes where you're like, how in the world did the Eagles win that game, or how were they in that game till the very end and only lost by a field goal? You know what I mean? It just feels like one of those kind of games. Um, it's not on my list. I like Dallas minus four and a half. I like Indianapolis on the road or at Chicago with Nick Foles because nobody knows – you know, how to defend Nick Foles better maybe right now than Frank Reich. Good point. He had him, and, you know, he knows some of his weaknesses, and I like the Colts sort of coming together here under Philip uh, Rivers, and I like Tampa Bay laying seven at home against the Chargers in a 1 o'clock game. All and right. I like the over in the Green Bay game Monday night. Uh, Green Bay, Atlanta, over 56 and a half. Dude, the overs have been cashing in. Yeah, and, and most folks, I just looked, are on the under in that game. And when you start seeing, you know, people taking unders, uh, like public taking unders, you never want to take the under with the public. But I think that game could easily be like one of these 38-31 type of games. Yeah, I'm with you, and, and I agree. I say that all the time on the show. Um, I fade the public when it's a big type of variance. Like 70% of the public takes the under. I, right. You feel good about the over. <laughs> Um, yeah, so Eagles plus seven, and I think I'm going to like hesitantly agree with you, but how many times do we have to get burned? Because that Bengals game, just to recap that, yeah. 
going into that game, I'm like, all right, they're at home. They're 0-2. They can't fall to 0-3. This is just mm-hmm. a Doug Peterson type of win, whether it's ugly or not. And that game was hideous, and we all know what yeah, happened. Yeah, it was hideous. I mean. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I don't know where my yeah, confidence I mean, you know, is. Carson Wentz is going in here with, you know, one arm tied behind his back. Now, granted, he has not looked good either. His mechanics are off. His footwork is terrible. Uh, there are throws that are there to be made. Whether, you know, you like if the fourth wide receiver who's open or the, you know, the first wide receiver. It doesn't matter. There's, there are guys open, and he's either not seeing them or not hitting them. Um, every team knows that on third down he's going to look for Zach Ertz. You know, it's either Zach mm-hmm. Ertz or if Miles Sanders is in the game, maybe it's a dump off to him. But they've, they've become sort of very predictable in certain situations, you know, down and distance situations, which is a problem. Deshaun Jackson has given him next to nothing, and that, that's an issue. Uh, Rager, you know, I mean, what is up with this thumb? You know, I mean, I know. can't you tape that thing up and go out and play? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. seriously, this, this guy's missed a couple games already, not not off to a great start. He's shown some flashes, but you got to be available to be to be a player in this league. Uh, you know, Goddard's now hurt with a broken ankle and out for a couple of weeks, so that that's a big deal. Uh, Alshon Jeffrey, I don't even know if he ever wants to play again with the Eagles. But I mean, with, with this situation, so it's, a, it's an absolute mess, and Carson's getting the blame of it, and he deserves some of it, but not all of it. Yeah, um, can their defense turn anybody over? I know it's unreal. They get no turnovers, there, none. There's no, um, there's no like we'll we'll pick you up here. We got you type right. of thing. Right. <laughs> there, there's been nobody offensively with Carson that has stood up and really made a play for him. And you, that goes back to last year when he was you know, he was trying to get him into the playoffs, and he eventually did with the you know the practice squad crew, and. Now all of a sudden, you know, the first couple games look bad, and he hasn't looked good, and people want to, you know, people want to trade him because they see Nick Foles came back and won a freaking game for the Bears. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that's a joke, um, dude. Anyone could have come joke. back against that Atlanta team, you know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's, totally. You know, Atlanta's a, Atlanta's a, a dumpster fire, man. So I, I mean, good for Nick Foles. I, I'm, right. I have nothing against him, but stop comparing him to, to Carson Wentz. I know, I know. <laughs> it, 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 it really chaps my rear end. Yeah, he hasn't looked good. I can't sit up here and say you know Wentz is not to blame for for some of this. I mean, he's he has not looked good. I'm with you, man. He so needs to be better. He he needs to be better. A lot of other things need to be better, and they need to get healthy somehow. Every year, it's the same mm-hmm. story with them. So, golf, yeah. man, because you are the guy to go to for the PGA and round one of. The Sanderson Farms Championship. The public's Dude. been waiting for this tournament. Um, <laughs> your thoughts hey, now? He's got a great trophy. You, you see the trophy in this thing? No. It's a freaking rooster. It's cool as hell. That's what, I mean, if I was a, a player on tour, I'd play in this tournament just if, so I could win it to have the rooster on my trophy case. That's badass. It's a pretty good purse, exactly. too. Yeah, it is. Not bad. Not a bad tournament for, you know, first week of October. We got a couple of good ones coming up. The Zozo, which will be in the United States this year. Tiger is the returning champion. He'll play in that. And then uh, the, the CJ uh, Cup is going to be in the United States too. Probably, I think, because of COVID, it's normally over in Korea. So those two tournaments uh, in late October will garner good fields. And then, of course, you have the, the Masters coming up in November. And you know, and then the next 
major is again the Masters. We're going to have back-to-back major Masters, which is pretty cool. That is cool. Is there any um, is there any futures bets that that you like right now? Whether it's for you know the Masters or anything coming up, or even who you like to win yeah. this weekend? Yeah. Yeah. The only thing that I'm looking at right now is the Masters in, in November, and uh, I, you know Colin Morikawa at twenty five to one. I look for value and great players. Like McElroy is nine and a half to one right now. He's the favorite, followed by Bryson DeChambeau at ten to one. So I, I'm just going to stay away from the, from either of those because there's to me there's not enough value there. Shawfly at sixteen to one is creeping into a little bit of value for me because I think he could win this tournament. But Morikawa at twenty five to one, the iron player that he is, I think he could have a chance. And Patrick Reed has already won the damn thing, and has a tremendous short game, and he plays with a tremendous chip on his shoulder. He's at twenty eight to one. That seems pretty good. And when you look at, and when you show me a two-time champion, two green jackets are hanging in Bubba Watson's closet, and as creative as he is on that golf course, and he can putt too, he's at forty to one. Those are three plays right now that I, I want to take a piece of uh, when it comes to the Masters coming up in November. Love that value, man. Twenty-eight to one, forty to one with legitimate golfers, like you mentioned, Harris. Exactly. So, yeah, that's good yeah. stuff. Um, just to wrap up, man, I appreciate you joining me, spending a few minutes on the fix, live in the Prop Swap Studios, of course. Um, the Sixers and Doc Rivers, <laughs> what are your thoughts about that potential uh, partnership, I guess? Well, I put out a poll a couple days ago on Twitter for what it's worth and, and you know, gave Sixers fans interest as soon as Doc Rivers' name hit the street. And as I figured... Uh, I think it was 70-some percent were on Doc Rivers versus, like, I, I had Billy Donovan on there and didn't even realize the, the polls hired him. So I had to redo the poll and take Billy Donovan off. I put Ty Lue in there, and uh, Mark Jackson, I think, was the other guy that I put in there. So this and is this is Doc, breaking news, Har. This is breaking news. As we're talking, the Sixers and Doc Rivers have reached an agreement. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so... <laughs> I know they, they spent the night. He spent the night here, and they went out and watched game one of the NBA Finals last night, and he was in for a long you know, session of interviews. And the fact that he was staying the night, I, that kind of told me that he was their guy, and whether they got it done or not was, was the only issue, and apparently they did. So, all right, well, so now they have their coach. Now, Doc Rivers has had success. He's won an NBA championship with the Celtics. But outside of that, his playoff record of late has not been good, and he's had star he's had star players. So that's kind of a, a kind of a, a red flag to me in a way. Yep. This is a weird league. Uh, it, it all comes down to whether they felt comfortable, obviously, with him dealing with their two precocious stars, and whether he can get the maximum out of both of them. Can he get Ben Simmons to round out his game and actually give a threat of shooting a 10- to 15-foot jump shot? You know, Kenny, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, can he, get, can yeah. he get Joel Embiid to commit to fitness and being available you know, for 70 games a year plus going into the playoffs strong? I don't know. Uh, you know, we'll see. He's a, he's a name He's a guy that just does deserve some respect. I like that way more than Dan D'Antoni. D'Antoni's uh, system does not win. You're not going to win a championship playing his kind of basketball in the 
NBA. I and agree. The other, you know, Ty Lue I would have taken a look at, but I think that's more of an agent connection. You know, so I'm okay with the Doc Rivers deal. It's just, you know, can he get the most out of these two precocious, quote-unquote, superstars? Yeah, I think Doc Rivers is a little bit overrated, but I think what the Sixers yeah. need is like a player's coach and a guy that they can respect. And Doc Rivers has the ring, mm-hmm. and he every he player, yeah, yep. he's well respected. So maybe he's a guy that's relatable. He can chat it up with you. He's like a guy that you could have a beer with at the bar. I think from the player's right. perspective. So. You know, I don't know what that does, though. I think the only guy that can help Ben Simmons, everyone says, well, this guy is going to fix Ben Simmons. No, Ben Simmons is the only one that can fix Ben Simmons. I don't know what Doc can do. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, yeah. um, I, I don't know. I mean, it's a name, and we'll see what he's able to do. And if they don't turn things around quickly, it's going to be a mess, like it is with the Eagles and the Phillies uh, at the moment. But <laughs> that's... uh. That's everything for you, Harry. I appreciate you coming on, man, and uh, I'm sure we'll catch up in the near future. Yeah, absolutely, man. Love being on the fix. Yeah, we love having you. We love having you.